When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Listen live. Check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. Stevenson with a great run to the outside. Still on the go. Go for Come on, Andre Stevenson. Trying to go wire and wire. Second touchdown for the rookie. There's your... Perfect example. Go make a play. Get noticed. Ramondre Stevenson, the rookie, to the house. He had a touchdown earlier in the game, a one-yard run to make it 15-7. to But that one there, converting a third and nine, a 91-yard touchdown run. And that is brought to you by your New England Ford dealers. That's your rushing update brought to you by your New England Ford dealers. And the Ford F-Series, America's number one selling trucks for 44 years straight. Proud to be the official truck of the NFL. Welcome back to Shaw's Patriots postgame. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and join now for the first time this year by Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. And before we get into the quarterbacks, which I think is going to be, you know, rightfully the talking point uh, coming out of this game, Joe and I were trying to figure it out, uh, Greg. Who does Ramondre Stevenson remind you of? I said maybe like a Steven Jackson type uh, Joe, who did you say? Almost uh, Ricky Williams, maybe? Yeah, maybe like Garrett Blunt Light. You know? Someone come to mind for a comp? You know, to tell you the truth, guys, I, I haven't even watched him that closely this year, and I didn't even watch him that closely tonight. I mean, I saw the 91-yard run. I watched the replays, but I didn't look really hard at him uh, just because I don't, I don't think he has really much of a chance to play this year no matter what he's done. But, yeah, I think you guys are in the ballpark of, like, Steven Jackson a little bit. I don't see him as shifty as Ricky Williams. Um, Ricky was so thick in the thighs, a guy that I, I covered with the Dolphins when I first broke in. Uh, I would say Jackson in time. Give him time. Yeah, I would say Steven Jackson is a good comp. Uh, just with Stevenson, if you watched him in college, he, he was outstanding at blocking. Uh, for the quarterback. He had great quarterbacks there. Spencer Rattler last year, Jalen Hurts going back to Baker Mayfield. Like, he he can play. I mean, I, I know we saw tonight the a couple of bursts, but he can do a few things, especially block in the backfield. So I know this is a different level here, but they usually redshirt these type of guys. Like, who could he beat out, uh, I guess, to make the roster this year? I don't really see anybody. I mean, I think it would take an injury for him to get on. I mean, look, he's going to be on the roster. But, yeah, we've seen them redshirt these guys before, Shane Vereen, James White. I mean, basically anybody who's come in here, Damian Harris, was like we thought he was a bust because he never saw the field as a rookie. I don't see what makes Ramondre Stevenson uh, any better than any of those guys. Uh, I think he has some potential. Ivan Fears, his comments the other day about Stevenson were basically like, yeah, forget about him this year. He's got so far to go. I mean, yes, he has. He fits the physical profile. I'm sure he blocks well. Uh, he gets yelled at a lot in practice. He screws up a lot in practice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he'll be nice to watch in the preseason. I don't expect him to impact this team unless he uh, unless there's an injury. Your assessment on Mac Jones? You heard the pop, I'm sure. I mean, it was. I said to Joe earlier, it was like uh, you know when, when Hogan came out back in the day in the WWF. Like the people got up, <laughs> the people were excited. But what did you make his performance tonight? I thought he did exactly what he needed to do, uh, sort of to elevate this competition. I thought that he, uh, he was quick with everything. He was decisive. He, he handled all the situations well. I thought it was very significant that Bill Belichick put him in with the starting offensive line towards the end of the first quarter. Um, considering what the offense had done on the drive before. And, you know, they went out uh, quickly three and out on the first drive. 
Then they had a, you know, a nice scoring drive. Uh, but, you know, any other year, any other situation, Bill probably lets the starting offense roll again, get them a little bit of momentum. Uh, but to me, it was clear that he wanted to see the kid out there. Uh, under the lights with the starting offensive line and that they put him in the two minute drill straight out of halftime was also significant to me. And I thought he did, he didn't do anything spectacular. I mean, look, if Christian Wilkerson catches that touchdown pass, uh, it, it, you know, everybody's raving about Mac Jones. I mean, I think, I think he was 15 of 19, but Wilkerson had two drops and there was a Jacoby Myers pass, his first one that was a catch. Bill just didn't challenge. Uh, you know, you factor those in and, uh, you know, suddenly he's like 18 of 19. And, uh, look, not overly dangerous, any of his passes, not, you know, the greatest quarterbacking display ever, but I thought that he did what he needed to do. And I thought in contrast to Matt, uh, to Cam, who from the first pass of the game, it was the same stuff that we saw last year from, you know, b- the, the, the naked boot to Johnu Smith wide. Not a good throw. There was the the sack, which, look, Isaiah Wynn needs to block Chase Young, but you need to know Chase Young's over there, and you also need to know that they're bringing six rushers, and you got to speed up. You know, Jim, it's the same stuff that we talked about. You know, I'm back in the, you know, in a booth at Gillette. Same stuff that we talked about the second half of last year. Like, you know, speed up. You know something's coming. Do something with the ball. Don't get hit. And he gets hit again, and then the, the third down uh, screen pass is too quick. Too hot, not good enough pass, and I thought that Cam didn't show the improvement that he needed to to hold off Mac, and I think Mac did what he needed to do, and that sets the stage for Philly, which I think is going to be very significant. Yeah, Greg, I, I thought the footwork of Mac Jones really impressed me tonight. He stood up yep. in the pocket, something we haven't seen from Cam. But is it is it fair to get on Cam tonight? I mean, was, did he play enough for us to truly? analyze it and say yeah i mean i know i know you just mentioned a few things i didn't even love the screen pass for that even though james white had a nice little run there but was there enough tonight to analyze this play and say hey cam mac was truly better no i don't think so i mean because look it's been a long time since these guys played games i think that the opener you're just sort of looking for certain traits and look the things that i pointed out with cam those are things that he struggled with last year that he's going to need to get better at this year. And for openers, he didn't show that he is. Now, let's see what he does next week in the joint practices with the Eagles. They have the Eagles game next week. Then they have joint practices with the Giants. Uh, the next seven to ten days is going to tell the tale on this quarterback competition. And I think it's – if you watch tonight and you don't think it's real in the, in the position that they have put Mac Jones in, whether it's in practice with – Resting the starters, putting Brian Hoyer out there between drives uh, in the last padded practice to get Mac Jones, to get the starters reps on both sides of the ball to go against Jones, and then tonight to get him out there with the first-team offensive line. If you don't think there's a competition going on, I don't know what to tell you. There is. Do I still think there might not be enough time for Mac Jones? Yes. I'm not sure that he can sway Bill Belichick in this amount of time, but I think tonight was a good step in the right direction. And if Mac Jones wants to go after this job, he needs to kick it up a level in Philly next week. Who does uh, Mac Jones have to sway? Is it the players? The co- the I mean, obviously it's going to come down to Belichick, but is there a chance the players could be swayed into to wanting Mac Jones? Uh, I think they're all in on Mac Jones. Wow. I think he's won them over. I thought he won them over the first day of training camp with some of the reaction to some of the throws that he made, whether it was – Johnu Smith pointing at the sky, Kendrick Bourne catching this touchdown pass. Even a few days later, he talked about like, I, I didn't even think it was possible for him to fit the ball in there. And, and Kendrick Bourne is jumping all over the place. And David Andrews with the biggest smile I've ever seen on his face on a Patriots practice field, uh, after Mac Jones, you know, lit up a red zone, uh, series. Um, and you hear the comments, Trent Brown, I think he can be special. You hear all sorts of these comments. I mean, you know, it, it, I think these guys realize what's going on. I don't think they have a huge allegiance to Cam Newton after one season and a seven and nine season at that. And I, and I think some of their comments that you hear, you know, if there was a, a, a lot of reservation or a, a reverence to Cam Newton, then you would hear these guys speak a little bit differently. I mean, I, I don't think they're afraid to, 
uh, praise Mac Jones. Um, they're not worrying about the impact that it has on Cam, and I don't think anybody is. I think that you, you asked the question, who does he need to impress? I think it's Bill Belichick. He, you know, he has to get to the point where Bill uh, trusts a rookie quarterback to go out there and take care of the ball and make a few plays here and there. I mean, I think that's what it's going to come down to because can Cam do what he did last year and get this team to, uh, you know, 10 and 7 um, or what have you? With the increase in talent around, yes, but uh, I think the Patriots have higher aspirations than that, and I think it's when you're Bill Belichick, you have to look at it, and you go like, okay, I know what I'm going to get out of Cam, and there are going to be a lot of close games. We're going to have to pull them out. He's going to have to play perfect. With Mac Jones, he can do the same sort of thing, but we might be able to pop off some big plays once in a while. So uh, there's a lot to to decipher through this whole thing. All right, more coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal here on the Shaw's Patriots post game. The performance of uh, Mac Jones obviously impressed Greg. I want to know who else impressed Greg tonight as the Patriots defeat Washington 22-13 to as they win preseason game number one. Again, more coming up with Greg. Uh, but first, uh, we're going to get you caught up with the headlines of Joe Murray, but we have to pause for station identification here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 of Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. Patriots winners tonight, 22-13 over Washington. Mac Jones uh, went 13-19 for 87 yards. Cam Newton, 4-7 passing, 49 yards on the night. He was sacked once. Ramondre Stevenson, the rookie out of Oklahoma, 10 carries, 127 yards, did have two touchdowns, including a 91-yard rush. One other game in the NFL tonight, Pittsburgh defeated Philadelphia 24 to 16. The Red Sox fall to the Rays 8 to 1. They begin a series on Friday with Baltimore. The Field of Dreams game in Iowa uh, was a thriller. Yankees uh, came back. They had an 8 7 lead, and then Tim Anderson had a walk off home run in the ninth to give the White Sox the 9 8 win. And Celtics Summer League, they're now 3 0. They defeated Orlando 108 71 tonight. Headlines are brought to you by Valvoline and Oil Change. They want to help you prepare your car for summer travel. They offer completely contactless service with their 15 minute drive through service. You don't even need to make an appointment. Visit getanoilchange.com for a coupon to save on your oil change. I'm Joe Murray. More post game after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Every day, 13 children are diagnosed with a brain tumor. Credit Union's Kids at Heart is donating $50,000 toward clinical trials that will lead to safer and more effective treatments for children with this life-threatening disease. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The first Downs to Fight Pediatric Brain Cancer campaign is generously supported by Jean d'Arc Credit Union and Service Credit Union. The Sunset Tiki Bar and Grill in Westford, Mass. is the coolest place to chill this summer. It's a beachfront oasis featuring award-winning cocktails and live entertainment nightly. The Sunset Tiki Bar and Grill in Westford, Mass. Check them out at sunsettiki.com. Are you ready for the post-pandemic economy? Advance your career with an online certificate or degree from UMass Lowell. Explore your options and start September 1st at UMass Lowell. More at gps.uml.edu. Hi, it's Michael Feldman from Feldman Geospatial. If you're a developer or design and construction professional and you need to obtain accurate locations of underground utilities for your project, please call us to discuss our subsurface utility engineering services. We will help you mitigate the risk of the unknown by tracing and mapping your subsurface infrastructure to make sure your project gets off to the right start. Another value add from Feldman that is part of our full suite of geospatial services. Feldman right from the ground up. Hey guys, it's Ted Johnson. Tom from Melrose is a former football player and current powerlifter. At 38 years old, Tom had spent years dealing with back pain before it finally became unbearable. He found Dr. Franke at Boston Prolotherapy. Every time I tried to stand up, I was in intense pain. I got to Dr. Franke after trying 10 different things between chiropractor, PT, yoga. And the interesting thing about Dr. Franke is that as soon as I told him where the pain was, and he had me do a couple of movements. He knew exactly what the problem was and why I wasn't getting results from the other potential solutions. I'm 90% healed at this point, uh, starting with 0% and in a ton of pain. 
I'm going to continue coming until I feel 110% because it is a simple and easy thing to do. Alleviate your pain without surgery. Schedule your complimentary phone consultation with Dr. Franke today at bossaprolotherapy.com. Hey, it's Felger here, and if you own a home and you're not using the sun to offset your energy bills or provide backup power during a blackout, it's time to do what I did. Contact Devlin Solar. Devlin Solar is bringing affordable green energy to New England by using the latest solar technology to provide efficient energy solutions customized for your home. So to schedule your solar consultation, call 800-818-5641 or visit devlinsolar.com. Reduce or eliminate your energy bills and power your home through a blackout with Devlin Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England. Call 800-818-5641. 5641 today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cards for kids. One eight seven seven cards for kids. Donate your car today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. To learn more about our programs and to donate, go to carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and maximum tax deduction. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Hey, it's O, and just like our New England football team is in a class of their own when it comes to raising banners, so is the Oakers Company. In fact, this season is Oakers' biggest banner year yet. Celebrating 100 years of being New England's trusted technology solutions provider, Oakers has been the go-to technology partner of our local schools, businesses, government, and healthcare facilities since 1921. Here in New England, the tradition is simple. We need football, and we need Oakers. Thank you to all of their customers these past 100 years. Visit Oakers.com, the Oakers Company, technology for tomorrow. Hey, who remembers Monty Hall? Let's make a deal. This is Rob Webster at AAA Work Trucks. We're having an inventory blowout sale on Friday and Saturday, September 24th and 25th. Everything's got to go. If you have a van or truck, you're going to want to be here. Come out to 50 Dunham Road in Sunnyville, Ricca, and save hundreds of dollars. There'll be prizes, food, and giveaways. Visit us at AAAWorkTrucks.com. AAAWorkTrucks.com. Could it be the time for new vision for you? Boston Laser thought they needed a new look, and they are now Boston Vision. Social distance yourself from those annoying contacts. Book a free LASIK evaluation online today at bostonvision.com. And for a limited time, receive $500 off your LASIK procedure. That's bostonvision.com. Boom Boom Games, your home for 80s and 90s retro video games, wrestling figures, and collectibles, vintage toys, cards, comics, and all your nostalgia needs. They've got something for every console, from Atari 2600 to the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and they also buy and trade. Boom Boom Games in Bill Ricca. Want to stay connected to Boston Sports 98.5, thesportshub.com. Shaw's Patriots postgame. Patriots 22, Washington 13. Patriots win preseason game number one. Music of the game brought to you by Live Nation. Don't miss Corn live in concert. The special guest stained Saturday, August 21st at the Xfinity Center. Buy tickets at LiveNation.com. Well, those two together, it's like 1999 all over again. Jim Murray, Joe Murray. Greg Bedard, bostonsportsjournal.com. Greg, impressed by Mac Jones tonight. Uh, and with that, Greg, just quickly before I want to get your other assessment on some other uh, standout players tonight, did you find it odd that Mac Jones didn't speak after this game, considering the performance and how long he was out there? Uh, a little bit, but it remind me, I might be mistaken, but I don't think any rookies talked after this game. Um, Stevenson didn't. Yeah, um, right. So I think it's just a blanket, you know, it was like, hey, can we get Mac Jones? Like, screw you guys. No, no, no rookies. All right. That's it. Like, just f- for openers. He, I'm sure he'll talk in Philly or what have you on the road and a little quieter crowd, that kind of stuff. I think it was just a whole rookie blanket thing. All right. So who were some other standouts? Joe and I agreed Matthew Judon looked like a complete wrecking ball before he had that scare with that uh, hit on his knee. 
Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I was uh, a little preoccupied at the beginning of the game, so I missed uh, the first defensive drive. I just watched it a little while ago, and um, certainly his tackle for a loss was really nice, but what I thought was more impressive was him tracking the running back out of the backfield from you know a very wide position and being in position to break up that pass, if not, you know, a lot of times that comes up as an interception. So I thought that was a really heads-up play. That that one sort of stood out to me. Uh, I think that, um, you know, until the extra point, I thought uh, Quinn Nordine was, uh, was a storyline in this game. I still think he has a very long ways to go to displace Nick Folk from his starting spot. Um, I thought Josh Uche played very well, continued to, uh, where he has been in camp. Stevenson looked good on the touchdown pass. Um, you know, the wide receivers, I thought, I thought Myers looked, uh, pretty good. Wilkerson had his moments, uh, but he had two drops. So that's, you know, really going to affect him. And, you know, you gotta, even he admitted, you gotta come down with that touchdown pass in the end zone from Mac Jones. Um, I, so those are the guys who stood out to me. Uh, Jonu Smith had a nice catch and then a nice uh, run after catch. Then had the holding penalty. I mean, is he someone that's going to need Hunter Henry on the field or some other tight end with him for, for him to be effective like the, the, the whole entire year? Mm, I don't know, Joe. That's a, that's a good question. I think that um, he is certainly an ensemble type of guy, I would say. Um, he, he, he needs to be part of a strong supporting cast. Uh, you know, if you put him out there, if you put him in out there with last year's Patriots offense, he doesn't do anything. I mean, he, he, you know, he's a good player, but I don't think he's special in any sort of regard. He's a good all around player. He can catch the ball. He's very good in sort of the low area. You saw him on a crosser tonight. That's what we've seen a lot in practice. Uh, I think that, you know, he's a good blocker. Um, unfortunate with the, the holding penalty tonight, but that's going to happen. Um, but I'm just thinking, you know, if Hunter Henry is out for an extended period of time and Patriots fans should prepare themselves for that just because that's his injury history, that he's going to miss games, the Patriots will pretty much just go to a three wide receiver set. Now, does he get open a little bit more easily in that or is he going to get covered up? It's a good question, Joe. I mean, I, I, I have my doubts on, on how special he can be without a strong two tight end system. Um, but I, I'm willing to give Devin Asiasi a shot who flashed early in camp or at least in the off season, off season practices before he missed some time with COVID-19. He just started to come back. We saw him a little bit tonight. Uh, he's looked improved. So we're going to have to see. As you mentioned COVID, the, COVID there, Greg. I thought of something just during the commercial break. Did Cam Newton tell on himself tonight when he was up at the podium wearing a mask? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't notice that. Because um, I was under- uh, quite quite possibly. Yeah, I mean, I know that he dodged the question about being asked about uh, whether or not he was vaccinated recently, and I get it. It's like a personal decision, and you're not you don't owe anyone that answer, but. Isn't it also like if you're not, you got to wear the mask? And there he was at the podium after this game wearing the mask. Yeah, and he's also been he, – when he takes the practice field, he comes on with a mask. Uh. Uh, and I think he's one of the very few players that does. So that was not unusual for us to see tonight uh, since we've seen it at the beginning of practice. But, uh, yeah, uh, who knows? I mean, he could be just be overly cautious uh, after he went through what he went through last year where he's like, yeah, I got the vaccine, but I'm still going to mask up. At certain points in time, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Hey, Greg, uh, we asked this question before we had you on, but who do you think was the best quarterback on the field between both teams tonight? Uh, I didn't watch the Redskins, Washington, all that much. Um, uh, I on first blush, I want to say Taylor Heineke, but I didn't watch him that much, and I know he made a few plays. Uh, I don't know. I just like watching the guy play. It's it sort of a natural. Fitzpatrick played well. Uh, the Patriots were conservative. I thought that Jones was the better of there, too, and I'm sure Hoyer did fine. I didn't watch any of him, so I don't know. Maybe you guys watched it. What did you guys think? I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick looked really good. I mean, I know he, he can be streaky, but I think he's actually a really good fit for that team. Uh, he was someone that I wished that the Patriots had yep. brought in. If, if they were going to bring along a rookie, and now that we know that yeah, that's Jones. where I'm going with it is, yeah. you know, he was a free agent. I, he didn't choose New England, but 
Overall, he might have been the best quarterback on the field. I, th- I think it was Mac Jones, and I thought Heineke hung in there as well. Uh, but, yeah, it, it might it might have been Fitzpatrick. You're right about that, Jim. Um, did you find it telling when Cam Newton was speaking, Greg, that, you know, it, it, I found it – that he wanted to be, he wanted more reps. I think it might have been Jeff Howe of the Athletic that asked him, like, you know, and, and the answer was, uh, well, you know, it's up to the coaching staff. I'm paraphrasing, but I, I think he wanted to be out there a little bit more. And my answer to that would be if he did feel nervous, well, don't they typically do this with starters throughout the league? This is how it used to be with Brady, a few handoffs, a couple of throws, bing, bang, boom, you're out of the game. So do you think that's a tell that he feels Mac Jones is is breathing down his neck? I think he knows that. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if what he said was necessarily a tell, but I think he knows it. I think that some of his other comments about like you know we're here for each other and and you know we're going to be there for each other during this whole thing. I, I Cam's not dumb. He knows what's going on. He knows this kid was a first round pick. He knows that he you know when you think of a Patriots quarterback in this offensive system, Mac Jones looks the part uh, from. You know, mostly the way he operates the offense, uh, but in many other ways. But I think that he he knows what Josh wants. He knows what's what's called for in this offense. From you know, you look at that pressure when he when he got sacked and almost fumbled on the first possession, and you see the pressure coming. You see the safety coming into the box. They have seven guys in the box. That's the same spot that we talked about last year, Jim, where that's where you need – not only do you need to hurry up, but the Patriots' offense, the the beauty of it and why I think it's the best one in the NFL is because it gives the quarterbacks – it gives the, the offense as a whole answers uh, to what the defense wants to do, whether it's you know option routes where if the defense is playing you this way, then you can do this route. And, and there is a spot for – if that's Mac Jones in that spot, and I'll be interested to see if we see it next week. If that's Mac Jones in that spot, I wonder if the kid is at the point where he goes, all right, check. He changes everything at the line where he's like, all right, they're coming. We're going to real quick block it up, max protection. We're going to go play action, boom, down the field. We're going to try to burn them because they're coming after us. Where, where Cam Newton sits there and sees it coming, tells you who the mic is, wonderful that doesn't really help us, and then we're under attack. It's Cam Newton is locked in the same offense that he was a year ago. He needs to make more progress than that. He needs to be able to use more of the tools in this offense at this point. And and if he if if he isn't there or he's not going to get there by the season opener, I don't see the point in having him as quarterback again. All right, more coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to join the show, 617-779-0985. Give us your assessment on uh, Mac Jones' performance tonight as the Patriots defeat Washington football team 22-13 to at Gillette Stadium as the Patriots win preseason game number one. Back after this, here on the Safety Insurance 98.5. on the Sports Hub. They played limited possessions in their games. By nature of their offense, you don't. In the backfield, Matthew Judon with an impact. Yeah, I liked what he said this week, too. He said, hey, I'm out there, and if I don't play well, I want you guys to write that because I need to bring it each and every day. And, you know, being a new guy in a new environment, you come out of a locker room like the Ravens, and you come here, you got to bring that edge with you. I like the front seven. I think you got some nastiness up there, and he's a guy that can add it. He brought 30-plus career sacks from the Ravens to New England with his four-year deal in the offseason. thought Matthew Judon popped off the screen early for the Patriots on the defensive side of the ball. Welcome back to Shaw's Patriots postgame. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, joined by Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. The final tonight, Patriots 22, Washington 13. Patriots win preseason game number one. Some attitude with this dude, too, and I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. Earlier in the week, um, again, paraphrasing here, but he was basically saying, like, no, I, I want people to keep an eye on me and, and, and call me out if I'm not playing well. Like, this isn't a guy, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, that, you know, got the bag of money and is just going to come here and loaf. Like, I think this is a guy that feels like he's got something to prove. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Well, you know, we'll ultimately see. I mean, everybody has a honeymoon period when they come to a new team, especially one that pays them a lot of money. Um, but... Um, I'll tell you, you know, there are people in Baltimore who are very interested to see how this whole thing goes with him here. Um, he he was known to be 
sort of pain in the rear to the front office there in Baltimore with some of his contract stuff. Maybe that now that he's gotten what he wants to get paid, maybe that's not an issue here. But um, I'll just say that I don't think Baltimore uh, shed a whole lot of tears when he signed elsewhere in the offseason. But oftentimes those guys are the Patriots game. And we'll see. You know, he signed here, clean slate. We'll see what happens. He's off to a good start. I, I would like to see a little bit more of him in the pass rush going forward. He hasn't been – he had a good first day in one-on-ones. Hasn't been great ever since, but he's going up against Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn, who are two pretty good tackles. Wynn didn't look great against Chase Young tonight. Uh, but Chase Young does that to a lot of good tackles in this league. Uh, but we'll see. He's off to a good start, Josh, uh, uh, Matthew Judon. And we'll see how it goes going forward. Hey, Greg, uh, looking at the, that defensive line, uh, obviously uh, Godshaw is an addition – uh, they bring in Montrevious Adams and Henry Anderson. They're deep at defensive line, not to mention a couple of guys who, who made a step last year. Uh, who do you see as the odd man out, and is that something that can play out this preseason? Yeah, they, they are deep. Uh, I just wrote a column the other day, sort of you know going over the offensive and defensive lines. I think both lines are, are have the potential to be really good. I will say I did not think that the interior defensive line got off to a good start tonight. I think it's going to be a rough week for them with the corrections. Uh, Godshaw was a guy who I saw get, you know, moved a lot. Didn't really exactly anchor there in the middle of the line. Uh, they were a little bit shorthanded. I'm pretty sure I saw Akeem Spence out there, uh, you know, starting the game or at least being with the starters. And uh, so there's a lot to hash out there. Byron Cowart's been on pup, so we haven't seen him yet. Uh, they certainly need bodies up there. Look, the the the, the roster is going to be a bit different this year because they are they are way away from the old four three that they used to run when Trey Flowers was here. Now they are now a three four, and uh, they're deep all over the place at every linebacker position. Uh, once uh, some of the guys start to get healthy, uh, the defensive interior I think will take care of itself. Anderson's here. I know he played deep in the second half, but he's been outstanding so far in training camp uh that all hashed itself out with injuries and things like that but i don't see out of the top tier guy i think adams he 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 got off to a good start he has slumped over the past couple weeks he needs to sort of finish strong to stay on this team he didn't get much guaranteed money if any so he could be the guy who's out you're talking about you know, throwing things out the window, and it's funny because Joe was just talking to me about this during the commercial break. Do you think that this will ultimately be from the quarterback on down at every position? Do you think this is going to be like kind of an unconventional coaching season for Bill Belichick and how he runs this team? I think so. Uh, a lot of that depends on who the quarterback is and what they can do uh, at the line of scrimmage and um, those sort of things. But I expect. Uh, I expect this defense to be sort of like the t- 2019 version, but hopefully they finish stronger. Hopefully they have an offense that stays on the field a little bit longer and, and, and allows them to be uh, more fresh. But uh, I wouldn't expect too much out of the ordinary from the Patriots. Uh, this is a, you know, provided Mac becomes the quarterback at some point in time, whether that's a season opener, opener or week eight, I think, it would surprise me if Mac Jones does not finish the season as a starter for the Patriots. And if that happens, then I think you're looking at a very conventional Patriots team. And yes, there are a lot of new faces that they're going to have to gel. That's going to, they're going to have to start being very successful by the end of the season, sort of follow the Tampa Bay script where they were basically what they were seven and five, I think at one point, and then they won their last eight in a row. Uh, that's normally the way things happen when you have a bunch of additions in the off season. And uh, But I think that if the pieces come together, including Mac Jones, I think this could be a very traditional Patriots team in terms of what they do offensively and also how they play defense because they're going back to the more traditional 3-4 that we knew of this team more in the, the first dynasty. Greg, J.C. Jackson on a nice breakup. Uh, Kyle Duggar got beat by the tight end. Again, something we've been seeing in practice. Uh, did any other defensive back stand out to you tonight with uh, the with with Stephon Gilmore out of the lineup? Uh, not really. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, Jackson had a nice pass breakup. Um, he's going to need to sustain his, his success. Kyle Duggar, you know, that play, 
it's just even in practice, it seems like he gets victimized by back shoulders a lot. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is on that, but I'm not overly concerned about him. Um, those are good throws and good catches that, you know, the other guys get paid too. I mean, if he was just not good in coverage and they were completing all sorts of passes against him, all sorts of different types of passes, then I'd be more concerned. I'm not that concerned about it. Uh, but he is going to have to prove that he can, he can play in space better. He knows that's something that he had to work on this offseason. Cause if he doesn't, he's going to get targeted by every team. Uh, every week they're going to, they're formationally, they're going to get him one on one with somebody on the backside of the play until he proves he can stop it. So that's something to watch. Let's bring in uh, Tommy from Lynn with his thoughts on Mac Jones' oh, Tommy. performance. Yeah, Tommy, what's up? What do you think of Mac Jones tonight? Oh, what's up, guys? I think about Mac Jones that he did good, and and it's going to be Mac Jones all the way. Hell with Cam Newton because he sucks. Hell with Cam. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Have a good night. You think he finishes the season, Greg? Is there any shot that Mac Jones starts the season? Yep. Oh, yeah, I I think so. I think he's. I think he's right on course. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you're asking me, is there a chance that he does? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cam has a lot to prove. You know, some of the stuff that we talked about earlier, you know, um, diagnosing plays, getting out of bad plays, uh, knowing how to turn a team's defense's aggressiveness against them for a big play. Can Cam Newton do that? I don't know. But, you know, we, we know one thing. Bill is no dummy. And, uh, he keeps prolonging this and prolonging this. He keeps giving Mac Jones legit looks, whether it's in practice or today in the game. This is not accidental. This is this is not, oh, let's get the kids' feet wet because we might need them later on. No, no, that's not what this is. This is he wants to see what this can do this kid can do. They keep throwing different things at him, uh, situationally, defensively what have you, this Eagles practice is going to be another step up. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll sort of see where it is after Philly. But I'd say right now, I would say these, I would say Jones continues to charge hard on Newton. I think he is closing hard. I don't think Newton, for openers, didn't do much to make his case. He's going to need to rebound, and Cam's a competitor, so we'll see what he does. I mean, he has been he has been improved in camp, and I think that's because of Mac Jones, and he realizes what the score is, and so he's been improving and 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 getting better and having more of a sense of urgency this year. But that's going to need to continue, and he's going to need to show out more in the games. All right, one more segment to go with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to join us? 617-779-0985. Especially want to hear from you. And your thoughts on Mac Jones and his performance tonight as the Patriots defeat Washington 22-13. to Patriots win preseason game number one. Back with that segment with Greg and your calls next. But Joe Murray is going to get you caught up with the latest in headlines. And uh, back after this here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame. Sports Hub Headlines. Patriots open the preseason with a 22-13 win over Washington. Mac Jones, 13 of 19 passing on the night, had 87 yards through the air. Cam Newton, he started the game, was 4-7, 49 yards. He was sacked once. Ramondre Stevenson, a fourth-round pick. The running back had 10 carries, 127 yards, two touchdowns, including a 91-yard rush. And one other game in the NFL tonight, Pittsburgh defeated Philadelphia 24-16. The Patriots, of course, play uh, we'll have joint practices uh, with, the, with the Eagles. Red Sox lose to the Rays 8-1 today. They're now five games back in the AL East. They begin a series Friday with Baltimore. The Field of Dreams game in Iowa was between the Yankees and White Sox. And, of course, there was a walk-off home run. Tim Anderson in the ninth. The first player to ever have a walk-off home run uh, for the White Sox. Uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson. And uh, the Celtics Summer League. And uh, the Green improved to 3-0 after their 108-71 win over Orlando. Headlines are brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. They want to help you prepare your car for summer travel. They offer completely contactless service with their 15-minute drive-thru service. You don't even need to make an appointment. Visit gettingoilchange.com for a coupon to save on your oil change. I'm Joe Murray. More post-game after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Double down on savings at the Sports Etc. Tax Relief Sale this Saturday and Sunday. They'll match state sales tax for a savings of 12.5%. Sports Etc. 1303 Mass Ave in Arlington, Boston's best hockey shop. 
This weekend is tax-free weekend, and Norfolk Power is the place to save big on power equipment, including air and snow throwers. Get to either of Norfolk Power's mass stores in Rentham or Carver for major tax-free savings. Norfolk Power in Rentham and Carver. Hey, it's Sarge Mike Riley. Could it be time for a new vision for you? Boston Laser thought they needed a new look, and they are now Boston Vision. I got rid of those annoying contacts because when I'm announcing for New England soccer and football teams in Foxborough, I knew LASIK was the way to go. Book a free LASIK evaluation at bostonvision.com, and for a limited time, receive $500 off your LASIK procedure. That's bostonvision.com. Hey, it's Hardy. Football season is about to kick off, and that means it's time to list your futures bets on PropSwap. Did you know that last year, Tampa Bay was at 60-1 to 1 at times before the season started? Now, that's a futures bet. You just never know. Or maybe you do. Sports bettors cash in early and often when they list long shots on PropSwap. The average PropSwap seller makes $500 a month just listing and selling tickets. So join us. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free app, PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Our friends over at the other window company, they're doing a free window. We're Right Window. Right Window thinks overcharging for all the windows so you can call one of them free is really a nasty pitch. We don't do it. No tricks. Just a quality energy star window installed the right way for a good price. If you want an honest deal, a good window, and a better value, call Right Window right now. Call 800-649-3600. A better window for the right price. Right Window. Hey guys, it's Ted Johnson. Tom from Melrose is a former football player and current power lifter. At 38 years old, Tom had spent years dealing with back pain before it finally became unbearable. He found Dr. Franke at Boston Prolotherapy. Every time I tried to stand up, I was in intense pain. I got to Dr. Franke after trying 10 different things between chiropractor, PT, yoga. And the interesting thing about Dr. Franke is that as soon as I told him where the pain was, and he had me do a couple of movements. He knew exactly what the problem was and why I wasn't getting results from the other potential solutions. I'm 90% healed at this point, uh, starting with 0% and in a ton of pain. I'm gonna continue coming until I feel 110% because it is a simple and easy thing to do. Alleviate your pain without surgery. Schedule your complimentary phone consultation with Dr. Franke today at bossaprolotherapy.com. Boom Boom Games, your home for 80s and 90s retro video games, wrestling figures and collectibles, vintage toys, cards, comics, and all your nostalgia needs. They've got something for every console from Atari 2600 to the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Do you have some old consoles or collectibles? Bring them in because Boom Boom Games buys and trades. Boom Boom Games in Pilrica. Check them out. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. The Army National Guard responds to disasters such as wildfires and floods. They protect us with missile defense, cybersecurity, and civilian support teams for chemical, biological, and radiological hazards. Be there for your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Army National Guard. Aired by the Massachusetts Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, Matthew Slater here. I want to tell you about a place just south of Boston where great things happen. No, not Foxborough, but Adcare, Rhode Island. Nestled on more than 20 acres in the Rhode Island countryside, Adcare, Rhode Island is the perfect place to begin your recovery from drugs and alcohol. The small personalized program takes a holistic approach to drug and alcohol treatment that encompasses the mind, body, and spirit, as well as proven therapies to overcome any addiction. Call my friends at Adcare, Rhode Island at 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit adcare.com. Toucher and Rich, morning 6 to 10 on the Sports Hub. Here comes the rookie, Matt Jones. Welcome to Foxborough. Welcome to the NFL. Oh, look at this place. Tell me they're not ready for the next guy. Quite an ovation for young Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback. When he first came into the game tonight with the Patriots, ended up defeating Washington football team 22-13. to Welcome back. Shaw's Patriots postgame. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and Greg Bernard, Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. So it is ultimately Bill Belichick's say. We all know that, Greg. But do you think 
And I feel like you do. I feel like it's informed. Like there's more vocalization from players saying, "Hey, this is the, the kid's the guy. Like this is who you got to go with a quarterback." So, I mean, if enough players and if prominent players really start being vocal about it, and they, or they have been, does that help his cause to start earlier than later? I don't know if the players are to the point where they're like, you know, go with the kid. I think they're. I think they're very impressed with. Mac Jones so far, I think that uh, the way he goes about his business, his competitive drive, uh, his preparation, even even Cam Newton referenced that tonight uh, how, about how precise his preparation is uh, for everything. And, you know, I see he's a perfectionist uh, on the practice field. You saw it tonight. You know, he misses a pass uh, and he, you know, he's, you know, he slams his hands, yeah. slams his pads. Uh, that's just who he is. I mean, I think that, you know, you look for guys with special traits, and I think he's one of these that has that special competitive streak in him. Uh, I think that his mind is a special tool. I mean, ideally, would you like him to be a little bit more physically advanced to go through the rigors of an NFL season? Yeah, probably. But he's good enough, and he's good enough with a a good surrounding uh, talent Around him, and you know, Jim, I've heard you guys talk about it on the show um, about like, well, you know, I don't think Bill would you know go with a rookie or blah blah blah. I mean, I I understand the point that you guys are trying to make, but I will say this: when I look at this team, and and I've seen every practice, I I, I see a team that is that is better equipped than most to go with a rookie quarterback because. You do have a very strong offensive line, especially once you get David Andrews back in there. Uh, you do have hopefully two good tight ends and maybe a couple uh, to in spare. You may you do have a couple of good wide receivers uh, in Aguilar and Bourne that that can get open. Uh, and really, you're just looking for a guy to you're looking for a guy to keep the chains moving to 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 keep the team moving in the right direction, stay out of bad plays, don't make bad plays, don't turn the ball over, uh, and just sort of, you know, hand off, run play action properly. I mean, just go back and watch some of Cam Newton's first couple throws where I think they're supposed to be play action throws, and he doesn't even fake. This is something that I talked about even going back to before he suited up with the Patriots, that that's a concern. He doesn't run play action well enough. This is a play action team. And so, you know, you put all those things together, and if Mac continues to keep ascending, and if Mac st- if Cam stays where he's at, I think, like Bill said, I think it's going to be a very hard decision. And could he default with Cam and say, well, I'm just going to go with the veteran? Cam's legs can get us out of trouble, keep us in games, get us some third downs, uh, where, you know, Mac just basically has to stay in the pocket and win from there. Uh, yeah, he could do that at the end of the day, but I think that I think that with each passing day, uh, Mac Jones is making it that much harder on Bill Belichick. Uh, Cam Newton said he had full faith in the Patriots coaching staff after his his two yep. drives tonight. Um, what happens if Mac Jones is uh, is the starter, and what's the future of Cam Newton? I don't think it's a I don't think it's a factor. I mean, is he going to be disappointed? Sure, I'm sure he will be, but. I don't think this team is going anywhere without both of them. Um, Jared Stidham's, I mean, he's he's done, he's done right? this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back back surgery, they're talking about October. I mean, what's he going to do in October? But this, after he'll not the, having training He'll camp? be the backup, Greg? Like, he would be the backup? I think he will be. I mean, I don't, I don't, here's, here's the other thing that when you guys have discussed this, what other options does he have? This is a guy for two years has been available to everybody in the NFL. Even after, you know, he got past his foot problems or shoulder problems last year, he was quote unquote as healthy as he's been. He was a free agent. He could have gone anywhere else. Nobody signed him. Who's clamoring for Cam? What are his other options than to be here, to be a good teammate? to be ready for if Mac Jones does not physically make it through the season to all of a sudden guide a team that's pretty good that should be in the playoffs or at least in the playoff picture, come on, lead them to the playoffs, maybe a playoff victory. 
I, I don't think Cam Newton has any other options than that other than to retire, and I don't see why he would do that. He he likes it here. He likes the coaching. He understands. I mean, look, he knows he needs to play better and to stave off Mac Jones. Um, and, and if he doesn't do it, I don't think I don't think he's going to look at it and say it's unfair. Uh, I, he he knows what's going on, and and Cam Newton needs to be better. I don't think he's been bad. I think he's been he's had a good camp. He was okay today. He needs to be better than okay on game day. That's what we got last year. That's not good enough. And I and I fully expect him to have a better week next week and to do well in Philly. And I expect Mac to raise his game and have a good week in Philly. And and this is a real competition. But I don't think I think at the end of the day, if Mac is the starter at any point, uh, let's say to start the season, I think Cam. Is fine. I think he's disappointed, which he should be, but I think he realizes he doesn't have any options, and his best option is to be a good teammate, wait for his opportunity, because it's probably going to come, and he needs to be ready. All right, uh, let's go to Bob in Needham, who's next up here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, first off, Greg, wouldn't Dallas, with uh, Dak having the shoulder uh, MRI today, or Indianapolis with no backup uh, plan to Carson Wentz. Wouldn't they be options for, for uh, Cam Newton? I assume they would. Why, I, why, but yeah, but why would they want them? I mean, first of all, Indy runs a completely different system. You, it, it, The only team that I think is an option for, for, for Cam is Washington. And they don't need him. They have Fitzpatrick. They have Heineke. They have uh, uh, the young kid in Colorado who got in tonight. Yeah. Montez. Um you know, because Scott Turner's there. Those are the guys that had him in, in Carolina. I mean, wh- where is he going to go in the middle of camp or in at the end of training camp, a beginning of a season, go somewhere and learn a new offense and be a factor? It's it's certainly not going to be the West Coast offense with Mike McCarthy. I can tell you that much. And Indy, no, it's not a good fit. Camp doesn't have any other options. He has no value to anybody. He could have been anybody's backup. He could have been anybody's competition. You know, they D- Dak... Dak needing an MRI or Dak not being healthy was not a last-minute surprise. He's coming back from a major injury. Nobody knew whether he's going to be back. Would he have made sense in Dallas? Maybe. But nobody has any interest in Cam. I don't know how much more evidence that anybody needs than the last two off-seasons. He has had no feelers from any other teams. None. And yet here he is. You know how pride can sting, though, uh, Greg. I just wonder, given his status in the league and former MVP, you know, and all of that. I just, if I'm in his shoes, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, the hell with it. I'm going to go host my podcast or whatever the hell." I wouldn't want to be a backup here, because. But you're right, though. I don't know where he would go in the league if if that's what it comes to. All right, buddy. You happy to have football back? Oh, I am. I can't wait to. Uh, I'm trying to decide: do I stay up and I dive in the film and plus minuses and all that good stuff that I think. Listeners might hear on Felger Mass next week, next Tuesday, might have a return. I believe, I believe that's what uh, the, the plan Ooh. was to have you on, yeah. Big Boy Tuesday big, is back. Big Boy Tuesday returns on Felger and Mass. That's right. All right, well, Greg, thanks for taking the time. It's good to have you back. Thanks, good to have Greg. football back. And uh, talk to you Tuesday on Felger and Mass. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yep, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. One more segment to go as we uh, get ready to wrap here. Patriots again, 22, Washington 13. Patriots win preseason game number one. And uh, we'll uh, take a look ahead next week's opponent and the scrimmages that they'll be having with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll get to that coming up next here. It's Jim Murray and Joe Murray here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame. The Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network.